hello 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 everybody welcome back <laughs> so we're actually in our car right now because we are out of town and uh, let me tell you the recordings and all the stuff that goes along with this it, it is a lot we have lights in the car we have a whole studio in this darn car and we're trying to get it all together but we have some amazing people coming on uh today and um i want you guys to just i mean really really just enjoy yourself uh we're streaming from two different sites so we're streaming from facebook and we're also on youtube live as well um so we're gonna bring our couple in but before that i want you guys to understand that this is for you all you know make sure that you're asking questions that you're you're being involved because it's not just for us to just you know just talk at you uh, these people here are are really really good at uh, at what they do. I really like this couple. I've been following them for some time now, and uh, I like what they have to say. So, um, like I said, we're coming to you live from out of town. We had to get a lot of stuff together just so that we can present this to you today. We were not going to give up, and uh, my husband did an amazing job. So, submission is actually sexy. So, let me bring them on uh, right now. I hope that they're ready. Let me bring them on here. Hey y'all! Hey, blessings. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I just introduced you guys. This is Carrie and Naya Johnson. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna let them themselves as well. Come on, guys, tell us who you are. I am Naya Johnson, and you are. I'm Carrie Johnson, better known as KK the Song, but you better call me Carrie if you don't know. Oh my goodness. Oh, I, you heard that. <laughs> I really just want to thank you guys from uh, for coming on. Um, I know Naya through um, a mutual friend of ours, but I have also been watching Naya for some years. She actually did something uh, a while back that really just drew me to her. And um, I don't like to watch a lot of people, but I do watch Naya early in the morning on her lives. When I'm in the shower and getting brushing my teeth, washing my face, she always has a word. And I absolutely, I just fell in love with her. Like it's been some years. And so now we actually see each other in crossing or going to, you know, some events and I, I get to see her. So, um, and I know you, Mr. Carey, from actually watching the video you guys did a while back. I always said, I want to do something with these guys. So whoop, whoop, awesome. we got yeah. this opportunity. Uh, so I'm always doing the talking, but I'm just going to present the, um, today is about, is submission is sexy. Mm. <laughs> submission <laughs> is sexy. So I have, um, I do have some, <laughs> I have a definition here of what the biblical, this is what is said that submission is, but you and I are going to help us with it. So the biblical definition that I have is, uh, so biblical submission in marriage is a wife making a choice not to overtly resist her husband's will. I'm going to let y'all have the floor. That's what I um, looked up. I looked it up in several different places and I was like, okay, well, y'all help us out here a little bit. Awesome. Well, first, first, before we, um, before we get into that part, I just want to make sure that you did tag us on, on the broadcast. So this can really float out to the folks. You got right. it. We're doing it right, and we're doing it right, right now. now. 
Awesome. Okay, that's cool. So, so in the meantime, um, we know that um, I like the definition that you gave, but what what I found to know that um, this whole passage of our um, our the whole aspect of submission is in Ephesians five, and we usually just jump down to verse twenty two, where it talks about you know wives submitting to the husband. But if we just feast our eyes up one more scripture, uh, verse twenty one. It says that we submit ourselves one to another in the fear of God. Mm-hmm. So submission is is a job for both of us. But first, I, I don't I don't want to move too fast because I'm going to say just how I have it on my notes. Um, and if you would allow me to read it, how I have it on my notes. All right. So um, yeah, submission, ahead. submission is sexy. That's where we are tonight. So if we look at sexy, sexually um, attractive, you know, in that in that part or exciting. Or um, sexy and existing or appealing. All right. So um, the Bible has this blueprint that I was just talking about for submission as a believer. That's the key. As a believer, we're believers. So the Bible has a blueprint. And if we look at Ephesians 5 and 21, you can go there real quick for me, honey. Um, if I can just break down submission for us. If we look at the word submission, sub is a prefix, and mission is is the is a conjunction word. So submission, sub simply means under. And mission um, defines as a strongly felt aim, ambition, or calling. All right. So when we talk about submission, this means that simply both of us, as, as we both submit to God and we become one in marriage, we both have the capacity to, to submit to one another's vision that we have. Uh, so it's not just go ahead. So it goes into a question that I have for you about vision. Now, how does a man submitting to God affect his wife naturally if she's not in agreement with his vision or vice versa? Wow. Okay. So that 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 can that has many and you guys can jump in when you're ready. Um that that can go so many ways. You can affect you can affect the bedroom, number one. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can affect the finances, and this is in no particular order. You you can yes. affect the relationship between the kids, family, uh-huh. be, because if if either either spouse or in particular that we're talking about, if if the man is saying that this is what God called me to do, and for let's say let's say it's a stubborn reason why the wife is not being um or she just doesn't feel that you know God spoke to her in reference to that. And that man continues on without really just stopping, stopping the boat, humbling himself and saying, baby, let's let's talk about it. Let's have a, a conversation and let's seek God together. If that man just just completely dismisses her feelings, so we'll look at scriptures about that later. That's when those implications can come that I spoke about earlier. The financial um, burdens, because now he wants to go get a building. So that way he can say, you know what? God is leading me to do this. So now there's no members yet. So now the finances are coming out of your home or from somewhere. So now the finances are affected. And so ultimately that leads to um, frustration amongst the spouses. And then the bedroom's going to get a little dry because there ain't no agreement. <laughs> there you so, go. Feel free to so it's, hard for, it's really hard for, I think, some women to uh, submit to a man when, when they don't understand the vision. So sometimes mm-hmm. men can have it in their head. Like I would tell my husband, you could have it up here, but if you don't 
show me or tell me how this vision is going to work. I can't jump on with that if I don't know what to do. Because naturally mm -hmm. what happens is, is that women are usually, we're go-getters. Immediately when, when, when we're born, what happens? The mother, they give us baby dolls to play with, right? Mm -hmm. You right. usually, because they give you hammers, they give you trucks, they give you all these things, but we're not <laughs> right. making so when you start to disrupt that, because when a man has authority in his in his mouth and things like that, some women are not used to that. We were raised by our mothers, right? Correct. So Absolutely. when men coming in and he's having all this authority, like my husband was doing, and, and it, it took a while for me to say, you know what, let me submit to this authority. Let me submit under this because it is uh it's it's a beautiful thing when a woman does submit, but mm -hmm. a lot of women don't know how. We don't know, some of, some of us don't know how. And so with, with this program here, it's really good because sometimes you know people will ask these questions, well, how do I submit to a vision that I don't understand? Because if God gave it to you, he didn't give it to me. So how can I submit to that? Well, mm -hmm. I can that platform is, based on that statement is, that's why it's important to have discussions, to have communication between the husband and wife on the vision on what, what how do we get this started how do we begin to first move i can't go from from just saying i'm gonna build it tomorrow i have to find out from my wife hey baby let's talk how do we get this started let's come to agreement okay mm -hmm. what's your vision like you like for a great example between me and my wife it took, it took us a while before she saw my vision for what it is but I had to begin to have a patience and as God at the same time how to deliver my vision to her so this is what I'm seeing. Correct. Because if we don't use wisdom within our uh, discussion, it becomes to an argument. And that's where the, um, the how should I say? The end miscommunication. Miscommunication happens between husband and wife because we're too busy arguing instead of discussing and come with a plan. Correct. Absolutely. You have a Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Ty, I just want to make sure that we're on Facebook because I'm on your page and I don't see anything. Y'all are on the, um, y'all are on the other page. Y'all are on the gotcha. on the the business page. Gotcha. Okay. I tag you in it. You'll you'll see it later. Okay. Cool. No problem. Um, <laughs> I just want to. Um, as, as we were talking about the, when uh, a woman wants, when a man wants the woman to follow the vision, um, a lot of times it is hard for us as women to follow the vision because many men, um, don't know how to convey, they don't know how to communicate. Um, most of them, um, a lot of them, let me not say most. Um, a lot of them, uh, it's a word that we use a lot of times. Um, men feel like they, they're in this position of, uh, I can't think of the word right now, but it's, exactly. it's more so God God spoke to me and that's it. You ought to follow. Okay, but if God's sure. chauvinistic, um, so uh -huh. if God spoke to you and God has given you a vision, then how can somebody follow a vision of they of what they don't know what they're following? And so I think a lot of times for men, it's hard to communicate and, and they get frustrated and begin to just say, just follow me. Don't you trust me as your husband? Don't you trust me as the priest of your home? So follow me. But we as women on the other side, 
We have a layout. We're going to tell you how we're going to do it. We're going to tell you how we're going to do it. We, we, it's, it's from A to Z. So the vision, write the vision and make it plain. For sure. So if you're not writing the vision and making it plain, how can I understand or follow something that's not plain? We can't go into blind, being blind. We can't just say, you know, men can't just say, just follow me as I follow Christ. But what is the vision? What am I following? We can be following a good thing, but it may not be a God thing. And so it's very imperative for the man to lay out the vision to the woman who they're in covenant with and say, baby, this is what God showed me. This is what God is revealing. This is how he have. It, it, it makes it better for the woman to say, oh, now that sounds good now. Oh, yeah, I, we in it. I'm going to submit. That's the sexy part because we've had a communication level. You told me how God talk, spoke to you. So that's, that's sexy. That's sexy. Absolutely. When a man can convey the vision to his covenant. Oh, Lord. See what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's kicking in, y'all. It's kicking in. Hey, it's know, kicking in. What you said, because it brought me back when me and my wife first started our first business. And we had to go, I had to go all the way down south to talk to this, this older lady with a little bit more wisdom on what we need to do. She gave me a fine wisdom that came to me just now. She said, make it simple, stupid. So it was the word kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Instead of going so <laughs> let's go straight to the point. Honey, we need to do X, Y, and Z. How do we do it? Can you help me? Correct. Not tell me what to do. No, let's do it together, honey, so we can get this right. You know, and Correct. it's hard, especially when... um. When a woman has her vision of how she thinks things are supposed to go, and then you have a man saying, well, this is how I want the family to go. So that's that authority that I was talking about that comes in because if a woman is not used to hearing authority in the home, she has her own authority. Especially Correct. when she's separate from, you know, from the, from this. And so now you got this man that's trying to say, this is what, this is the vision I have for the family. But like Naya is saying, if you learn just how you had to talk to us to get us, there's a way you got to talk to us to get us to calm down to just try and figure out what's going on. So it's a communication thing. We have to be able to communicate. Uh, there's a question. You want to answer a question, Mr. Carey or Naya? Absolutely. Let's answer some questions here. Let me see. Can you guys see the questions on the screen here? Yes. Okay. What uh, would you say that marriage works off faith in your partner as well um, when it comes to submission? Uh, would you say? Okay. I, I would certainly say faith takes a big part of it because you're trusting in that covenant partner. You know, faith is faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So you have to have. Some type of faith you have to, to, to believe in that man or uh, that woman. So I would definitely say faith does take uh, a big part of it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I agree with that. So let me skip over to Paul real quick. So you guys are like jumping in my notes, right? So we're <laughs> going to go to 1 Peter 3, and uh, I'm going to read verse through, uh, 1 through um, 7. For those who take taking notes, I'll repeat it again. That's 1 Peter 3rd chapter. This is the New Living Translation, verses 1 through 6, where he was addressing. The women, watch this. He said, in the same way you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, 
Your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. Stay with me. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. Verse 4, you should clothe yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within, the, un the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. Now watch this, verse 5. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. Now watch this. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. Mm. That's scripture, baby. And that's faith. So for instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, and called him her master. Um, you are her daughters. Those of you that copy that 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 are uh, that platform, I mean that that model, when you do what is right without fear of what your husbands might do. That's faith, baby. That's so I, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with that. Now that's in the word. And Tiffany, y'all got to go in the comments. She done wrote a whole thing. I can't even put it all up because it's so long. She wrote a whole book. But uh Tiffany, you go, girl. <laughs> but uh, I agree. See, now the thing is, is that back in those biblical times, and there's only you know, there are few men that have this authority and this vision because a woman will submit to authority. There, and you know how sometimes they say, Oh, black women don't submit, we'll submit. But what are we submitting to? What are um, we submitting to? You can give me trash because I'm not going to submit to trash. I'm not going to I'm not going to submit to a man who can't show me that he can take care of me, that he can that he can protect me from these things that he's saying is coming because it's coming. Those spiritual things, those battles are coming. So how yes. am I going to? Meant to you if you're not showing me the problem with that is go ahead he has to submit to god first that's where i was going you cannot no way in this world try to lead anybody if nobody leading you Ooh, nah, i think we're gonna be good tonight girl i don't that's know what's happening if that's you right that, you <laughs> cannot walk into a dark room with no leadership come on you need some type yeah. of lightness somewhere. So to lead a, a, a family, you have to be a leader within yourself. So you have to God allow God to activate you to be the man of your home. Correct. This is true. I'm trying and, to and, and you know, and see, that's that's a big that's that's a highlight right there. Somebody just highlight that. We men have to go to God for to, to lead our wives. But just to go back to the to the statement that that um, that the black women or whoever, whatever woman don't submit, it goes back to Ephesians 5, verse 21. It says, submit one to another out of respect for Christ. Mm -hmm. See, when we respect God first, first, you're going to respect the man that came in your life. So we can't yes, continue to make the excuse that what am I what am I submitting to? You're submitting to God first. And he's going to be the rewarder of your of your commitment to him when you submit to your husband. And if that husband ain't doing right, God going to spin that joker around and then he ain't going to have no choice but to submit because he's going to be at the mercy of the wife that's submitting to God. And he's going to make that husband listen. Wow. Trust that's me. That's why it's important Ooh, okay. for men themselves to mature. Mm -hmm. In Christ, you got to get in that word. When you see a men in a marriage acting like little boys, mm -hmm. they have to be 
spirit become a man and allow God to activate that man in him to be the leader in our home. Because all we're going to do is come to a point where we're doing in circles where the woman wants somebody to, sub wants somebody to submit to, but she has nobody to submit to because she wants to mm -hmm. have a boy, you know? Mm -hmm. That makes a difference. It makes a huge difference because a woman don't want to keep, you know, raising her son. I got a son and he acts like a son. I don't I don't want to have to raise my husband. I need to be able to go to him for good godly advice. I don't go to any other man first to ask any questions or to ask for this or to ask for that, because if he's already speaking to God. And God has downloaded certain things into him. I can go to him and say, hey, what has God said about this, 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 this whole marriage thing here? What did God say about this? And what do you think? Do you know, do you think we should do this? So, you know, women want that. But if we don't have that, we're not going to submit to mess. Absolutely. And, I agree. And, 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 and that, that is the key that we, because we, we have, there's some husband that has no vision. So now. Amen. Very true. Now the women have to kind of step up and yeah. sanctify. The Bible says that the women sanctify the husbands, the believing, the woman. believing woman. So uh -huh. there are times where the men don't have no vision, and the women have to step up to hear, to be, to to, to be uh, uh, the the ear to hear what God is saying. And you know, on, have, on that note, as, as, on that. go ahead. I got a question on that, Naya, because I, I had someone to, uh, to say that to me before. And I didn't have an answer, but I think you might have an answer. And she might be on here listening. So I hope that she's watching. So when you say that, when the woman has the vision and the man doesn't, right? Correct. What is she still, how is she submitting to her husband if he doesn't have a, if he doesn't have the vision? She, she can. He, he he may be following Christ. He just he probably can't see. Uh. He may not have a vision, but if he's following Christ as the Word of God is saying, she is still subject to him. He probably just can't see. And the, the, again, going back to the scripture that I just mentioned, when you on one accord and you in covenant and you begin to pray, and now you begin to lay your hands on your husband and say, "Father, open up his eyes." That he can there see. Open up there his ears. We need vision. Not that, not that he's not a man of God. There's some things my husband possesses that I don't possess spiritually, and vice versa. So in order there for us to be on one accord, the Bible says, "How can how can two walk?" So That's now true. I have to pray and say, uh, 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 "Lord, open up the, my my the, the eyes of my husband." There was a time uh, my husband is also a musician as well, and we uh, we began to pray over his his hands and fingers because I believe it was a time that he couldn't play with his pinky or something. And, and the Bible says that the Holy Ghost, <laughs> the Holy Ghost teaches all things. So when you anoint the man of God, listen at nighttime, get your oil, women, put. Anoint your hands, whatever it is that he is lacking, don't offend him. But begin to pray and begin to intercede. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up, back up, Naya. Back up, because you're going too fast. This is for okay. the people in the back. You okay. heard what okay. she said, baby. Don't offend him. <laughs> because uh -huh. you can offend him. Hold on, hold on. You can offend him. Hold on, yep. baby, because this gets real good. Let me yep. tell you how I didn't understand. <laughs> I wish I had a piano. I could play it now. <laughs> <laughs> in the 
beginning of our marriage, I didn't understand. And I would say, what's the matter with you, man? Why you can't? Mm -hmm. But see, when you offend him, you cause the man to shut down. Yes. (laughs) You offend the one that is the head of your table. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. We completely check out. Absolutely. This is true. And when we check out, again, like, like brother said, it affects the bedroom number one. Oh yeah, absolutely. It number two. Yep. And it affects mm-hmm. every communication they have because why? He's no longer in there. Right. Now you're in a broken home and a home. Yep. And the children are lost, like like Carrie said. The children are and lost. See, Go and ahead. See, and the thing that we understand is when your husband have no vision, you are right. You supposed to ask God to help your husband to understand where we are going. Within the vision that is set in the home, that's why the Bible says we should become become one unit. That's it. That's right. So that means right. because my wife had a vision, that don't mean I'm a lesser person because I, I don't I did not have the vision first. It's just that the matter is because we one unit, the vision come in the house anyway. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I think we're doing pretty good tonight. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. Let me let me back up to you guys. Um, just a couple of things. I'm, I'm gonna walk it on up. As far as that that vision part, right? It is just a transparent moment. For years, you know, um, you know, God God had to speed me up. It wasn't that the gifts weren't there, you know, that I was visionless, but I just walked into like my wife's life, kind of like on a junior side. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of new to the situation. You know, my wife is already, you know, she's already hitting the ground running. So you know, the father's like really sped me up. You know what I mean? To get me get me where I am. And so, you know, he says, you know, those of you that like wisdom, ask and I'll give it to you. So the father began to pour out, pour out this wisdom upon me and, and really speed me up and accelerate me in the spirit. And then fast forwarding to seeing my wife full of vision and moving forward. Now, if you're not careful, you, you'll get self-offended because your your spouse is moving and you're stagnant. And it looks like she's being um, disobedient and submissive. But in fact, she's moving while we're sitting. And so this is why it's so important. Men, you have to seek God. Seek the Father for a vision for not only yourself, but for your family. And especially if you're married, seek the Father for vision for that marriage. Because if not, you know, women will look up a trailer and a heartbeat and disappear on you. Listen, but because we know I wanted to say something about the, the offended part, right? Because scripture says when you offend people, um Proverbs 8, 18, 18 and 19, it says a brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. That's right. And their contentions are like bars of the castle. So when you offend somebody, you better get ready for a fight. So be careful with our words, marriage. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the thing with people understand in a marriage is we have to encourage each other. Um, you know, to love each other is to be with each other, and to be with each other is to grow with each other. And I notice in a lot of marriage they begin to grow separately, like two separate trees. That's not working. You lay in one soil. If we don't grow together as in one unit. You mean in one soil fighting over all the nutrients and all the nutrients that are inside the soil. And what happens is you end up killing each other out. The marriage mm-hmm. die out. Yes. Somewhere we get nowhere. And like you said, 
didn't get offended because our wife moved fast. It's not the fact she moved fast. The fact is you move slow. Mm-hmm. Mm, Men well, don't wake up. Not their slumber. Mm-hmm. They move fast. Some days, if you don't wake up fast enough and brush your teeth, wash your, wash your face, and get yourself ready, you miss a whole day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you have an appointment to get to, but the appointment is, is meeting your wife. The appointment is, is getting your, your family to the next level. The appointment is, is to wake up and ask God for the vision or the plan of the vision to go somewhere new. You can't walk on new ground walking on the same old ground all your life. This is true. This is true. I want to. I want to read. I want to read this definition of the word submissive. I know, um, Taisha, you you talked about it from the um the scripture, the the biblical stand uh, point. But I have um the word submissive, ready to conform to the authority or will of others. You have to be ready to conform. It says meekly obedient or passive. Now, let me let me pause for the calls for a second. That oh. that word submissive to me was like a curse word. Yeah. One of the reasons why is because I was raised by mm. a strong woman, which is yeah. my mother. Mm-hmm. Was that you don't need no man. Yeah. I never seen my mother with a man. My mama did it mm-hmm. on her own. So mm-hmm. there was so much independency there. So my mama was my mama always talked, don't let the left hand know what the right hand do. Put you a little something on the side. You know, so when I met my husband, I was, you know, I was about it like I don't need you. I, I don't need you. Submissive. Yeah. So sometimes in what we're raised in is what's carried on and we have to unteach the wrong that was taught. Get mm. in the world for ourselves, see the word, hear the word, be doers of the word and move forward in the word. So I had to unteach myself. I came into a marriage with a bad behavior because Absolutely. all I knew was, oh, I take care of myself. My money was my money. That's how I was. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant to be ours. So there's how I say, no, no, my money. I don't know what you're going to do with your money. But I had to submit. And that word to me was a cuss word because when you said submit, I'm like, okay, now, now I'm, 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 in, I'm, def- I'm in defensive mode. But when we begin to open up the word of God for ourselves and hear what God is saying to us about marriages, hear what I'm about to say. I thank God for the good word, the encouraging words from different people. But we have to make sure that it's the word of God that we're following and not good word. What is the Bible saying about marriages? And a lot of times we're not exactly, especially believers, we're getting counsel, but we're not getting godly counsel. We're getting, oh, oh, just uproot yourself. Leave, leave her. What does God has to say about the marriage? What does the word, it is the word of God that is going to keep us. It is the word of God that's going to teach us. I had to get into a place and say, Lord, I need to unravel. I need to, what was taught. That's not your word. And I had to get into a place to say, you know what? This man is here to love me. He's not here to hurt me. So, okay, God, there's a struggle. But I had to admit 
I had to admit that I had a problem with some missing. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's what the thing with a strong with a strong black woman. It is hard for us to admit that we have some uh some problems. You know, I had a friend girl tell me um she said something before where she said everybody wants to come to the you know to the big old you know to the wedding, but mm -hmm. nobody is up for the marriage. To the marriage, the wedding, right? big show it's just a big show that's right but you gotta show up for your marriage my husband used to always say you can't keep thinking like a single woman mm -hmm. you're not single you're married you're not single you're married and i used to be like well i don't know i'm looking at these doggone marriage certificates and i'm like i wonder if there's an expiration date there's no expiration date. <laughs> come on you had to keep going but the one thing that I learned, and we're still growing. I mean, we've been together for 15 yeah. years, but we're still growing. We've been married for what, 14 years and been together 15. Uh, I mean, once we got together, we went straight, we went straight in. We didn't have no big lavish, lavish wedding. As a matter of fact, ours was stopped. Uh and you wow. know when they say speak now forever, hold your peace. <laughs> Whoa. But see, the thing that I learned is is that like he would always say that everybody is not invited into our marriage that's mm -hmm. it everybody's not invited it took me a while to understand that naya it took me a while to understand that that's why i like following you because a while back i don't know if you remember remember i told you it comes up every now and then every it's like every other year it, it shows up mm -hmm. and it goes to those things and it helps me it quickens me a lot to show me hey listen this is where you come from you're not going back there anymore you That's don't right. have those problems or those issues anymore. Even with doing this broadcast, we had some things that that transpired with people wanting to come in again, and uh, and he really had to tell me either you gonna let me be your husband or mm -hmm. you gonna fight these yourself. I, now I'd rather mm -hmm. let you go. First. You go first. <laughs> you go first. Exactly. Either you gonna let me be your husband because we're so used to doing everything i was so used to just mm -hmm. and it just came i wanted to just fight he's like you're right. gonna let me fight for you or i'm gonna let you go ahead and try to slay them demons yourself and you're gonna get cut mm -hmm. see, that's the a lot of our marriages the woman want to take charge the man want to lay mm -hmm. back the problem with that is if the stone wheel going by itself who's driving the car <laughs> they the might have a tesla I have a question. You know, uh, but Tessa could actually too. <laughs> <laughs> the honesty is, we too busy trying to show our authority mm. instead of love our wife and love our husband. We too busy trying to be the dominant one instead of start trying to be the submissive one. Right. Mm -hmm. We both submit at the same time to show each other respect. Correct. Mm -hmm. To me, submit is only mean respect to me. I am willing to respect my wife well enough to honor her opinion or honor what she made her disagreement so we get to a point where we come to a negotiating of agreement. Instead of sitting here and getting mad and saying, oh, she don't care what I got to say and walk off and storm off or she do her thing and also look at the counter, count her drink because she don't take too much money to do what the heck she want to do or I don't spend too much money to do what the heck I want to do. And we come to a point where we are killing each other. Mm -hmm. So my is is submit is just so sexy because when you submit that means you become a one that's right uh oh that's right right so I, I wrote thing you become one go ahead 
So no, I I agree. I agree with what you said, and for sure, it just goes back to that man. You know, staying in, in the in the presence of God, seeking your your role for your marriage. All right. If we go back to Ephesians, Ephesians is just like the home base for marriage. All right. So in, in, it starts off with Ephesians. Of course, it says the wives submit. I mean, so we submit one to another, and then the order, the order of the or the merit, the marital order of submission is this. It says wives submit to your own husbands, and then now when you drop down in, in that same scripture, starting at verse twenty-five. And this is where it gets sticky, right? Because it, it commands the husband to love. It didn't tell the wife to love. It told the, the husband to love. And at the ending of this whole um, text in verse 33, it says, wives, that you respect your husband in everything. So it commands the husband to love. So in essence, although we do look for love as men, it's our job to love because we, we are the, uh, the example of Christ in their lives. So our, our job is to repeat love over and over and over and over and over again. And so that's our job for them. And I saw something today in scripture in verse 27, right? Ephesians 5, um, what's that? Um, Ephesians 5 and 27 in the, NI, in the NIV. But it, it, it commands us to love the woman so much, right? It's just, I'm going to just read what I wrote. It says, men have to stay in the word to maintain a love um, that makes her radiant. In verse 27, that makes her beautiful, that that makes her um, without wrinkle or blemish because we're the representation of God in their lives on earth. OK, so our, our love should be so pure and without uh, without um, condition that it makes them beautiful. All right. And we cover them. And then it stuck out so much. Right. It says we got to love them so much that, that we love them into holiness. And we, we protect them so much that they're blameless. So it's our job to keep them even away from any sorts of trouble. So like your husband said, um, you're you going to let me fight them or you're going to fight them by yourself. Correct. That's his job. So he was completely in the right to say that. Back off and let me deal with that. That's his Correct. job to take, put his shield up. He go out there and take the beatings for the life. That's what Christ did for us. So my other note was men, our love should cause our, our wives to live right. Mm. That goes back to my wife with her struggle and the submission. I had to get submitted to the word of God. And yes. ultimately that love drew her into the understanding of submission according mm -hmm. to God's uh, uh, lining of what submission is within a marriage. Absolutely. That's why I like that because that brings me to a scripture when it says husband love your wife as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. If I love my wife like I love myself, I love myself. I like to look lovely, so she's gonna look lovely with me. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. If I love my wife like I love myself, that means I'm gonna respect her like I respect myself. And return she's gonna return the same back to me. So this my is thing true. is it's always simple, but we make it so difficult. Why? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I remember last when we did our um, our broadcast last week, I was talking about how, you know, I would be out in the clubs and different things like that when we first had gotten married. And I would uh, tell my friends, I'm like, you know, I don't think I should be here. I think I want to go home. And they would always say, yeah, you're kind of done. Like, you're, <laughs> you don't even want to be here anymore. But it was the way he was loving me. That's the right. That I I didn't want to do anymore. I wanted to learn 
how to be a better wife. I That's wanted, right. I didn't want what, what he was giving me to stop. So although he was never out there while, and it was me, I was the one that had the problem. <laughs> and, right. But right. The that he loved me and the way that he cared for me. Now, I didn't know how to be a wife. Nobody showed me anything. We literally had to learn together how we were going to raise our children. We literally had to learn it by ourselves. We had nobody. We had nobody. And so for God to even put this together, I know that it's God that's doing this because even when I think in my mind that I want to leave, God will bring something to me to say, oh, you leave this man and what? I, I can't leave him. And it's not about money. I make good money. Uh -huh. I'm a whole family out here in these streets, you know? <laughs> I, I, I have my own practice. I do a lot of things for myself, right? right. But when we're together, that's right. I don't know what it is. There's something that just draws me to him. And I know that it has to be God because Lord knows I could be out in the street with whatever woman I wanted to be with because I really did not like men. But it's something about him. It's the yes. God that's, that just continues to make me say, I want to go home. Thank you, I'm, we're, way out of, we're way out of town. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I can't be with that. I want to be with him. I want, I've never desired a man the way that I desire him. And it's not even all about sex. Mm -hmm. right. That's I, right. Like, but I just, right. I like, he's my friend. I like talking yeah. to him. When I'm sad, he knows how to just say, babe, everything is going to be okay. I've never had anybody to do that. But for 15 years, he's never changed that part about him. And why in the world would I not submit to that? So That's sometimes right. when women ask me, different questions or they said does your husband do this that and the other i'm like i don't know what you're talking about i've never he's never done that i don't know what kind of relationship you're in but if you want to come and sit and we we go through it and we do a little bit of therapy to find out what's going on and what god is saying about your marriage and is he in your marriage right if he's not i don't know what to tell you that that that's that that's the key mm -hmm. and, and and the closeness with your husband um and, and yourself that's covenant that that right. you should not want to be away from him too long yeah, absolutely that's covenant that's ordained right. by god and what we must understand is that when there's covenant you can't let anybody in mama daddy we've been married for 20 years let me yeah. tell you something i'm i'm in love i'm <laughs> in love Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. 20 you know, years. And guess what we do? We still date. You yeah. have to continue. You have to date. You know, like he put on this cologne tonight. Like, like we're not going nowhere. Like, why you got on cologne? You know what I'm saying? So we still mm -hmm. date. You know, there's times that I roll it in my house and sat and kept you like, babe. No, when you home, you look a mess. But when you go out in the, them streets, he, he he even said, you be beat. So he don't want to see, when I come home, he want to see how I look out there. So I, I used to be like, I'm tired, I don't. But I had to do better. I had to acknowledge and say, you know what? I don't want him wanting no other woman. And let me say this, let me say this. Ladies and gentlemen, those that hold titles, those that do not hold titles, let me explain something. The Bible says that the bed is undefiled. What do you say, Naya? The bed mm. is undefiled. Don't bring no 
other men in your bedroom. What I mean about that? Amen. Don't bring no gospel, Fred Hammond. Don't bring uh -huh. that. You bring your love songs. Church is for church. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a place for everything. When you at church, you at church. When you <laughs> listen, when you when you at the beach, you at the beach. My husband had to tell me one time. We went to the movies or to the beach or something, and he said, "Every time you go out, you look like you're going to church." He said, "I want to see some skin. I want to see your arm. I want to see some thighs. I want to see some legs. You ain't in church." He said, "You with your man." Let me see that. Let me see that. Amen. So I have to understand that everywhere you go, everywhere you go. There's an attire. When you go to church, there's an attire. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Your house is first, not your pastor. I know I just said a curse word right now. Ooh. Your pastor. Oh. No, you can't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop right now. I mean, you ain't just took up my mind and say, poop, say it right there. Because for my wife, I've been telling her for years, when I started reading the Bible for myself, I realized one thing in the Bible. Yes, sir. When God made man, he made men first. He made marriages. He made couples. He made husband and wife first, not the church. Mm -hmm. So how do we take the church and put it before our spouse? Right. Not, uh, that ain't, that ain't my problem. So my thing yes. is, my wife turned me on all kind of ways. Not my sexual, but to the point I want to come home anyway. Come right. on. <laughs> so, where do we? How do we get to the point where we turn each other on without with understanding that it's about us, not about mm -hmm. our kids, not about the pastor, the first lady, this or prophet? This knows about us. We we we, we, you, we we we've been taught for so long that traditionally, every time the doors of the church open, you're supposed to be there. No, 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 no. That's that's not biblical. That's 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 not scripture. And let me say this: this is why there are a lot of marriages today that are not people are not together because they don't take time for each other. They don't take time to make love to each other. Everything is church, 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 church. We must live a balanced life. Very there true. is life after church. We've been taught what well, is all during the week. You better come to church. No. How do you cook your pastor a meal and you haven't cooked your husband a meal? How do you hmm. take your husband clothes to the, the, the pastor clothes to the cleaners and your husband clothes is dirty, climbing up the wall? <laughs> we are out of order, but we've been taught, okay? We've been taught every time the doors of the church open, you must be no, 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 no. That's little. Every time the door doors of the church go back and do your reference. Look at everybody that was in church. Every day, every night, and look if they see if some of them are still married. They're not because they left their door open to the enemy. And now another woman has stepped in, another man has stepped in to do what you were supposed to do. Oh, While yeah. you at the church in a prayer meeting, shakata by shataya, they are having prayer meeting with your man. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. I like Miles. A lot of people don't listen to Miles Monroe, Miles Monroe but I listen to him a lot. Yeah. He says he says something very clear. He said, "Let me tell you something right now. If I have a church member on their deathbed, my wife told me to stay home. Uh, God bless you. I'm staying home." That's it. The Bible says, "Man, take care of your wife as I take care of the church." So the church belongs to God. That's it. She. Belongs to 
That's right. That's it. That's why my kids, my kids always say, "Go ask, go ask mommy," because daddy ain't gonna do it for us, but he'll do it for mommy. Mommy, <laughs> <laughs> I'm his favorite. They, they know the secret for the sauce. He'll make this for mommy if mommy asks. Not if if this look. No, no, no. Go ask mommy. Exactly. But you know that you know you you said something right there. You you said that 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 you're his favorite. Now, see, some people may have a problem with that if you got kids. But the Bible says, for this reason, man left his mama and his daddy and became one to his wife. All right? There See, because go. the kids going to grow up and they're going to pull up. You know what I'm saying? So now you invested your life into this woman, but you grow up putting everything into the kids. And when they get 18, they're gone. And then now you don't know how to treat your spouse. There you go. I, I keep saying this to my children. I'm just like, no, 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 no. It's about me and him. I'm going hey, on a date. Y'all open up. I'm out. Goodbye. Let me, let, me, let me tell you. Peanut butter jelly top. My husband used to always say it. Always. He used to always say it. Grow up. They're going to go and they're going to be gone. And I used to say, oh, baby, we got to do this. He said, baby, we're going to be at the house by ourselves. When these kids get old enough, they get cars, mm -hmm. they get a boyfriend, oh. they're going to be gone. Guess what? We got to do it right now. Guess what? Out. She always goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I told her, yeah. you used to say that. I told you. Soon they'll be gone. And guess what? They doing them. So at the end yeah. of the day, I must cover him. He must cover me. And listen, when you leave your mom and your daddy, you clean. Listen to all these. This is another curse word. These mother boys. Ain't nothing wrong with being mother boys. But there we go, bro. But you, 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 you have to balance, honey. Listen, you can't you cannot call my husband and tell my husband he needs to come now. No, 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 no. The right thing to do is say, hey son, how you doing, etc. Listen, you don't live with mama. No, 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 no. You don't live with mama. No, 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 no. We have to learn how to put our mothers in order, our fathers in order, respectfully. My husband come first. Out of the 20 years we've been married. Nobody in my family can say I have ever went back and said any negative thing about this man. Because you know what? At the end of the day, when we make up, they're going to look at us crazy. They're going to be saying, well, you're the stupid one. You the one told us here, such and such and such. We got to be careful and mind our mouth about what we say. Now, is every day easy? No. You, you will need somebody to talk to. But ask God to lead and guide you when those moments yeah. are so needed, yeah. when you know you're your, your relationship is not there in the world. It's not on Facebook, Lynn. It's not on Instagram. Right. Has every day been easy? No. No. We fall through. We pray. We cry. There are days I said, I'm done. Oh, this certainly is not for me. But I knew that I knew within my heart that God had joined us together. And the Bible declares this. What God, not somebody putting you together. That's the problem. Look who put you together. Look who put you together. What God has joined together. Now, maybe your BFF joined y'all together. Maybe that's not why y'all not together. Because you got to ask yourself, did God join us? Mind that, my shit. I'm sorry. I feel the presence of God. But you got to ask yourself, did God join you together? The Bible says this. What God has joined together. 
Nene Nim has put together. I'm going to leave mm -hmm. that alone. All right, because I see you get ready to be on fire, Naya. I love you very much what you just said. It was so beautiful because they bring to mind again when a man finds himself a wife, he finds himself a good thing. How do a man find himself a wife? He has to find God within him to lead him mm -hmm. to that wife. Mm -hmm. This is true. This is true. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I got so many things written down here. You guys, I, I don't like to stop the momentum of a, of, a, of a point. So just to back up to um, what my wife said, you know, we can't, you know, you shouldn't, uh, you know, your pastor shouldn't supersede your husband. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So we, we can take the scriptures for, for the ones that shake their head. Child, please, my pastor. Yeah, he prayed for me. Yeah, so let me, let me just deal with you right now. All right. So Colossians 3 and 18, it says, wives, come, submit yourselves to your husband's. Come, all right. He says, as is fitting in the Lord. So fitting means I'm a very literal person, right? So fitting means suitable or appropriate under the circumstances, right or proper. So this is the right thing to do according to Scripture. So if you have a service and the pastor might be mandating that you be there, if hubby says, "Baby, I need you to stay home tonight," there guess you go. what? Somebody gonna have to record the, the meeting for you. And you're gonna have to stay home. <laughs> Look, you ain't never had, you ain't never had to worry about me when he said come. I barely wanted to even go to church. Uh, right. So, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> because these, these, are, these are some of the problems, problems that we have. Now, now the Bible does say, you know, respect our earthly leaders and those that have rule over you. That's one thing in its proper perspective. But when it comes to the home front, you can't go run to the church and disrespecting the husband's wishes and go grant the pastor's wishes, but come home thinking everything is going to be hunky-dory. No, ma'am, no, sir. It doesn't work like that. So we have to make sure that we're in alignment with the Bible. Submission is the duty of the wives, but not to the tyrant abusing husband. Okay? So... You know, I, I never understood. I, I would see, um, can you hear me all right? I, I would see, yes. you know, um, I would watch certain uh, mothers just go to church all the time. And then the husbands would be left at home. And I, I'm supposed to be uh, a pastor right now. And uh, I left a lot of different things because I figured if God wanted me to be one, he would have allowed, he would have, it would have just happened. And, um, but I was being pushed into doing that. And I said, I don't see anything that is good here for me because I don't think my ministry is here. My ministry is to my family because one, one thing that I've seen is that children will follow in certain footsteps if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. and, Very true. Oh, and, you know, I have to be careful with my words here because I, I, you know, I see some other people that then came on here. So I want to be very, very careful with the things that I say. And um, the pastor, for me, it was always wanting to, because as soon as we walk into church, they see husband, wife, and they see our children. We He has automatic authority and I'm coming in and I'm just like, okay, we, let's see what's going to happen. But I was never moved by so many different things that they would say and all the hooping and hollering and all that spitting. And they would always try to pull the wives. And I would always say, why is this? Why is this? Why are they not 
pulling for the men because if you can get the men, the men have the authority over the wives. And they, maybe that's a whole different topic because we only got five minutes left. Well, I'm going to say this. And I, I told my wife one time before, and I told my this. I told a pastor this in um, Georgia, and I said it's nice and clear. I said, if I notice what I've been noticing lately, because I like to analyze and look at everybody around me, even husbands and wives. The wife look for authority. Mm-hmm. And has the authority, but it has to be activated within him. Because the pastor has the authority, why don't she start praying for her husband to be activated in her home so she has to run to the church all the time? That's it. Now she can learn how now they both could enjoy God together. Mm-hmm. That's and right. Have a life without being in turmoil with each other, walking two different lives. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah, this this thing can be really mm -hmm. um this is a very very good topic on uh on yeah. submission. Well, I'm so grateful uh that you both uh that you both just came on here today to to help some of the people that are on here, uh some new people that have come in. I see um uh some 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 some, some people here uh that are on here that are uh, watching and they love the transparency and I'm 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 truly thankful uh for you guys i know we can go a little bit deeper uh but i think this is a conversation that i want to have with naya a little separately uh off, okay. offline sometimes too much transparency brings on certain things that i don't think i'm ready to step into real quick because we can get real deep okay uh, <laughs> yeah i like that you, you're straightening out too a little bit so i don't want to get too crazy on here so, we got like two minutes left uh, did you guys want to close with anything? Um, I, I want to say when it comes to marriages, um, I go back to what I just said. The Bible says what God has joined together. We have to make sure that God did it. And a lot of times we put people together because they look compatible. Or you look like you could dress or we can dress, we can dress well. We want to make sure that, number one, that God He's not the center. He's first. Mm. When, you're, when the man and the woman put God first in their lives as individuals, we're already one flesh. So now when mm -hmm. we come together as covenant, he is still the head. He is not in the middle of our marriage. No, there's no middle. God is not in the middle of this. God is first. Keep God first and keep family, friends out your marriage. I'm talking about Amen. to the married people. I'm not talking about boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm talking about covenant. Awesome. Amen. Thank you, guys. First and foremost, you know, I just want to thank you guys again for <clears throat> allowing us to be on your platform. It's, it's always a blessing to be able to share in the word of God, especially to help marriages, because this is something that's just um, that has, you know, doesn't it doesn't have as much traction as it needs when it comes to marriage. So if I could leave us with something, I'll leave us with this. Um, first Peter in NIV, third chapter seven verse, it says, um, um, husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder you. But the side note to that is uh, honoring her as the weaker vessel doesn't mean she's lesser in value. Okay. The scripture says, honor her as the weaker vessel, but that doesn't mean she's less in value. The Bible says that we're equal and that she will love them, that our prayers as a marriage 
won't be hindered. And remember, submission is sexy. You know, submitting, submitting to God and submitting, submitting to the uh, to the vision of your partner is is truly a sexy thing in itself. So I commend us all to let's get submitted under the power of God. Amen. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, again, thank you guys for coming on here. Uh, you guys can go and follow Naya Johnson. You see her name at the top, N-I-Y-A-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. You can follow her on her page. She does every morning. Tell them what time you do it, Naya. Every Monday morning and every Friday morning, I am on at 7 a.m. for a moment of encouragement. Every Monday and every Friday. And I'm absolutely on there every Monday. I, I need it. Uh, and on Fridays, you know, instead of getting on, I scroll on Facebook looking for yours so that I can go on and just have something permeating, you know, permeating through the house. Uh, yeah. So it's your voice that I hear in the morning. So uh, thank you for doing that and being obedient to God and uh, doing what he's called you to do. So I really appreciate that. Uh, also, I want you guys to, you can go back onto YouTube. We're going to edit this a little bit so you guys can go on YouTube under Ilias and Taisha Carbell. You can follow us on Instagram at you underscore me the number four ever on instagram you can follow us there uh and then you you know you can come right here to at let's talk merit and you'll see the new things that we have up and coming uh next week we do have another couple coming on and they're going to be talking about uh the marketplace so you guys uh definitely be there for that uh babe did you have anything that you want to share oh i, I appreciate y'all thank y'all very much because a lot of things you say was very informative and educational and i thank you for that because a lot of people need to hear that absolutely man we're honored our we're pleasure honored. thank you that's 20 years 20 that's years in the game <laughs> carrie don't hurt my friend tonight y'all be good y'all be safe. hey be hey <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all i love you let's talk bye, bye guys yes, bye. yes. <laughs> all right guys thank you guys so much for coming on we really appreciate you see you next time have a good day